Don't let the media, the press, or your environment brainwash you. It's not a black-on-white thing. It's not a black-on-black thing, and it's not a gang-on-gang thing. It is simply one thing. It's an ignorance thing. It's an ignorance thing. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. once said, when I die, I won't be able to leave a lot of money behind. I won't be able to leave a lot of luxurious and fine things behind. But I want to leave a committed life behind. What kind of committed life will you leave behind? Don't be afraid to think. It's not illegal yet. Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. I have Dr. Pesta joining us. I have Uncle Milty joining us. And we are back from vacation, and I'm so happy to say that. Uh, it's always fun to be back in the saddle talking about the issues. And, of course, uh, with two of my favorites, uh, meaning Dr. Pesta and, of course, Uncle Milty. How are you, Uncle Milty? I'm good, Excellent. I hope you had a great time off. And, of course, uh, Dr. Duke Pesta of the Dr. Duke Show. I am excited to have you. Hey, I'm glad to be here as always. Oh, man. So much, so much happened while we were gone that this show is so stacked with, <laughs> with things to talk about because things really exploded. And Baltimore, Baltimore exploded. Um, and, uh, and if you want, if you could just give us a little like one minute rundown of what happened, because I do, I do in this segment want to play a clip from CBS News and how they spun it. But if you want to tell us what happened, that'd be great. Well, I mean, Elijah Cummings, as you know, last mm-hmm. week, he, he vacated the uh, the uh, his committee chair, something that is like unheard of in the annals of Congress, just walked away mm-hmm. rather than have to do what he should have done, which is call Nancy Pelosi out of bounds. Nancy Pelosi on the floor of the Congress called Donald Trump a racist. And there is a longstanding rule that you cannot personalize your speeches on the Congress floor. She did it. She mentioned him by name. She called him a racist. It was up to Elijah Cummings Mm -hmm. to censor her, which would have uh, censure her, which would have made her have to be absent from the chamber for 24 hours. And on the basis of all of this, Donald Trump singled out Elijah Cummings and ripped him a new one for Baltimore. How long has he been a major player in Baltimore politics? Uh, How long has he uh, presided Mm -hmm. over, helped preside over one of the uh, biggest failures in big city liberal government over the last four or five years? And so simply by point, and and by the way, this is true of most big liberal cities. Mm -hmm. Most big cities are run by liberals and most of them are a disaster. Uh, And so now apparently, because Donald Trump called out uh, not only Elijah Cummings, but that which many other liberal Baltimoreans have already said, that the streets are littered with trash, that the police are under assault, uh, that it's uh, you, had, you had a number of shootings just this weekend, uh, that you have chaos in the streets, you've got all sorts of infrastructure problems. The mayor had to step down for being completely partisan and utterly clueless and corrupt. Uh, you have, going back a number of years, just shocking behavior uh, in Baltimore. Now, apparently, according to the progressive left, that criticism is irremediably racist. Wow. Um, okay, because in this in this clip, I want to I want to say this is exactly how he was demonized on on CBS and NBC, ABC. They all they all follow the same script because they're all written by the same script writers. Um, there's nothing really unique about CBS in this, but it was the same kind of attack. And and they mentioned the word attack as far as Trump attacking Cummings. What I found kind of interesting um, because you just talked about the fact that he that he when he talked about Cummings, he went to about the city. He talked about the very city about his job. And it wasn't like he just went off on a million adjectives about Cummings. He talked about 
what Cummings was not doing, right, with Baltimore or doing with Baltimore. Right. So I thought that was fair because, hey, you know, they're an elected official. They're subject to criticism. If the president wants to criticize what they're doing, that's fine. Um, so let's let's just play this clip. I just want to play this because listen for the word attack. The, the word attack is made um, consistently. It is made in a way that is very um, kind of interesting when, when you when you listen to what they're doing. They, they say, well, president on his way to play golf, on his way to play golf as if he does nothing this is uh he was so busy attacking people okay so here we go and uh, i thought this was so interesting here we go president trump is under fire tonight after an attack on another prominent african-american member of congress wow this time the president lashed out on house democrat elijah cummings it's the latest in a series of the attacks latest, on there's congressional so many. leaders yes. paula reed begins our coverage tonight from washington before heading out for a round of golf this morning, President Trump launched a Twitter attack against Maryland Congressman Elijah Cummings, claiming his district is a disgusting, rat and rodent infested it mess. Is. It is. Cummings' district includes much of the city of Baltimore and reaches into Baltimore and Howard counties. The president tweeted Cummings should spend more time in his district to help clean up this very dangerous and filthy place. The attack appeared to be related to a July 18th yeah. hearing on border detention facilities where Cummings right. sparred with acting Department of Homeland Security Chief Kevin mm-hmm. McAleenan. Okay, so I'm getting I'm getting double audio on this, but let me let me say this about this. This clip goes into Cummings statements on the border, okay, interrogating the border to make him look good. What I found interesting about this too is see Trump attack the African American. It wasn't about the fact that they just said a congressman, you know, or 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 I'm sorry, not Congress, but but this uh, Cummings, right? They weren't just talking about Cummings. He was talking about the, the news. Obviously, can only focus on the race of the of the individual. Yeah, I mean, Cummings is one of the 400 most influential mm-hmm. people in America based on mm-hmm. his long term, uh, right. long time tenure yes. in Congress. Right. He also has been sits on, he, because he's been there so long. He sits on critically important committees. Mm-hmm. He's one of the highest ranking members. And so the idea that he is beyond criticism because any criticism coming from a conservative or a Republican or a white man apparently mm-hmm. is now racist. Right. Uh, and, you know, this is the border strategy. This is the border strategy. The only argument the open borders left makes is that everybody who wants to enforce our borders just hates brown-skinned people. That's it. There's not an argument. There's not a coherent Mm -hmm. thought here. There's not a plan here. Uh, The the Democrats control the the Congress, and they're putting forth no plan other than open borders plans, right? Mm -hmm. And so the idea here – and I want to warn America – you know, you guys have, you, you, David, uh, uh, Milty, and, and Kate, mm-hmm. you and I have talked about this a long time, mm-hmm. that for a while, we have been on the outside watching as the trap was set for us. Right. We've been saying for a long time that you, we're not paying enough attention to who controls language. Mm-hmm. We are now inside the trap. Most Americans don't realize this. We are now inside the trap. Conservatives, Christians, responsible Democrats, uh, Republicans, we are now inside the trap. The trap has been formally set, and we're in it. And you've got one of two options. You try to break out of the trap by force and risk their ire and risk their name-calling and risk their empty chance of racist, mm-hmm. or you do what far too many Republicans in the House and Senate have done. You decline to fight. You accept the new rules of language that if you're white, if you're male, if you're cisgendered in any way, then you have nothing to say. 
you will either agree, you will either support, you mm -hmm. will either get on board with the left, or you will shut up, and we will decide when and where to out you as the racist you are anyway and punish you. Ouch. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, you know, Don Lemon made a statement that, uh, that the president is become, or could become like Hitler with these little starts with the little lies, the really? little lies. And, Don Lemon? Uh, yeah, and Chris <laughs> Como called him on it. Uh-huh. They had a big debate on CNN over this. Interesting. It was really interesting yeah. because uh, six months ago you wouldn't have seen yeah. that. Yeah. What, what I, well, go ahead. Go ahead, Pesson. Don't forget, Como got in trouble with the Jewish block about mm -hmm. uh, six months ago, too. So he's being very careful. The fact is, is that Cuomo may have defended, stopped, pulled up a little bit short of Nazi, but he is 100 percent chattering on about the racist nature of Donald Trump's discourse. That, we know, is not undisputable. Oh, yeah. yeah. So who gets to criticize anybody that's a different color in this country, then? Is that only progressive Nobody. liberals? Oh, Nobody. Okay. Look what happens when woke white, white women like Bette Midler, uh, right, yeah. basically says, comes out and says in a tweet, she's the wokest of the woke and the whitest of the white. She comes out last week and she says, oh, some black people at Trump's rally. I wonder how much he's paying them. Mm -hmm. And they were all over her I bet. You, she's her whiteness is and her privilege mm -hmm. she even she's not allowed to say what she says so there will be no criticism and, and so the and if there, if if african-americans or other minority groups or gay people or mm -hmm. progressive women they do things that are fitting of criticism even fitting of punishment our response now has to be it's not their fault it's the fault of the patriarchy it's heteronormativity's fault it's white supremacy's fault it's toxic masculinity's fault so in ever, in other words the fact that non-white cisgendered men do bad things is the fault of non-white uh, excuse me is the fault of white cisgendered men and so it, it, this is a beautiful plan it's a, it's mm -hmm. very marxist this, what, what's happening now this use of language is exactly what the Marxist socialists did for 70 years. Yep. The state is always right. So yeah. you, you, you think you're acting on behalf of the state? Well, you're guilty. The state didn't ask you to. And you're not acting on behalf of the state? Oh, well, then you're guilty of not acting on behalf of the state. Wow. And so no matter what answer you give, it's always going to be your fault. Yeah. Yeah. And as CBS, you know, kept saying that he attacked, what's funny is, is Trump was attacked on the floor yeah. and then then and then no standing up which was very interesting and he was rightfully calling out baltimore for the state of baltimore and calling out this city like he would any city that is is in a jumbled mess is a hot mess and what's interesting now is the conversation isn't about baltimore and the hot mess that they're in and the fact that they've been under this this type of leadership for a very very long time and that their money uh, we don't even know where their money went um so so that's not the conversation the conversation is racism it's it's yeah, and, and sly th yeah. this is this is the thing mm -hmm. all of this intersectionality the final key the final key in the puzzle was the intersectionalist movement which is about 10 years old not even really and that's the argument now we talked about this on your show before that okay the logical inconsistencies of liberalism and progressivism were starting to show. Gay people were arguing they more, were more victimized than women. Transgenders, transgender boys playing girls' sports started to get some feminists angry. And then they came up with intersectionality. Mm -hmm. And intersectionality is the argument that whatever grievances and whatever misdeeds and whatever crimes committed by the progressive leftists are, that they can always and in every way be blamed on societal issues like patriarchy, like toxic masculinity, like white nationalism. 
Now, as we'll talk about before the show's over, Christian nationalism mm -hmm. is their next thing. They are very carefully aligning Christianity with white supremacy, and they're being mm -hmm. very successful with it. It's really sick. It's, this is really sick. And, and as much news that's come out of Baltimore, it's very interesting to me when we even look at Chicago. Right there in Chicago, they're telling little kids to go down to a certain part of Chicago and bang on the pinata for um, uh, whack ice, right? That's okay. <laughs> That's right? okay in yeah. cities like so, this. <laughs> so giving little uh, little uh, Hispanic kids a club to beat up a ice pinata is social activism. Ah. Donald Trump calls out the failed policies of the big city Democrats, and that is violent racism. That's the new paradigm. And if it doesn't make any sense to you, please don't call the show and tell us that it's illogical, <laughs> with all due respect, as much as we want to hear from you. Of course it's illogical. Fascism is not logical. Yep, and, and 100%. If, if the argument you're going to call in and say is, yeah, but this won't happen. In, it's not going to happen in Nebraska. It's uh, already happening. It's already happening. Yep. Great comment. Be right back with Dr. Duke Pest and Uncle Melty on the Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. Did you know that after eight years, your mattress can double in weight from sweat, dead skin, and dust mites? I know, grossed me out the first time I heard it, too. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress, with some good news. Right now, Best Mattress is having our annual buyback sale, where you can trade in that lumpy old mattress for up to $150 in trade-in cash savings on a brand-new mattress for a healthy, happy sleep. Best Mattress, home of the 120-day guarantee. Sleep easy, friends. Don't miss Financial Strategies, Saturday at noon on St. George News Radio, 1450 AM and 93.1 FM. Financial Strategies, hosted by Trevor Carlson, will introduce you to the products and professionals that will provide you with the best strategies and tools to live more abundantly. Tune in every Saturday at noon to Financial Strategies, right here on St. George News Radio, 1450 AM and 93.1 FM. Financial Strategies is brought to you by Heritage Reverse Mortgage, an equal housing lender, NMLS number 1497 Hey, business owners, Suntran is having a sale on their available ad space. Right now, get 30% off bus ads starting as low as $150 a month. Suntran buses can make your business constantly visible across the city for 15 hours each day with their huge billboards displayed across their buses. Suntran has a few spaces remaining for advertising. Right now, get 30% off ad space until the spots are gone. Call Susie today for more information. 627-4074. That's 627-4074. Or visit stgbusad.com. Is this the year, the year you're going to retire? It's so exciting until you figure out that. Medicare only covers so much. WMI Mutual Insurance Company has the perfect, simple, and affordable standardized Medicare supplement policy for you. WMI offers quality health insurance with personalized customer service and commission-free rates. Visit WMIMedigap.com or call 435-313-1787 today. This is a solicitation of insurance. Right now seems like a great time for the sizzling hot summer sale at the Ashley Home Store. Watch out, these deals are hot! 
The hot summer savings begin with you saving up to 42% store-wide or get 60 months special financing with no minimum purchase. Plus, come in right now for this stylish and comfy sofa for just $349. That's a savings of $250. Summer game night is more fun around this beautiful five-piece dining room set for just $377. Save up to 30% on all accessories and look for the special orange tags throughout the store and save up to 50%. Make your way into the Ashley Sleep Center for deals like this Ashley Sleep queen-size set for just $2.99 or get two-year special financing with no minimum purchase on Ashley Sleep and Beautyrest mattresses. It's the sizzling hot summer sale at the locally owned Ashley Home Store on East Red Cliffs Drive in between the DI and Fine View Stadium 10. All financing OACC store for details. You're gonna love this Ashley Furniture Home This is Chuck Good. I'm running for St. George City Council because I want to maintain our St. George quality of life and our great economy. Since we're one of the fastest growing cities in the nation, we're challenged to sustain this growth without losing our small town flavor. I want to protect our scenic beauty. I want to use my background in technology to address our needs in the future, like dependable water, manageable traffic, and good jobs for our young people here. We need sustainable growth now and for our children in the future. My name is Chuck Good, and I'm asking for your vote. Hi, this is Kate Daly, and I love my sponsors. Boulevard Mattress, located at Boulevard Home on Mall Drive, where you can get an incredible mattress at a low, low price. And St. George Ink and Toner. If you want to save money on ink for your printers, see St. George Ink and Toner at 42 South River Road. Thanks for listening to the Kate Daly Show on St. George News Radio. He's the bubba, you me bubba. Hey, coochie, coochie, coo. The man, you the man. And you took you to such a baby boy. <laughs> Say what? Look at you. Not one thing to teach me to speak well. A Did you know that your baby's first year is crucial to his learning? Scientists have proven that a baby's brain develops much better when you read, sing, and talk to him in full sentences from the day he is born. He learns it from you. <laughs> no tickling, Dad. Once upon a time, there was a humongous shoe. It's okay if he brings out the baby in you. But remember, you need to bring out his mind. He loves it from you. An early start. Now that's smart. A message from El Valor, McCorbett Tribute Foundation, and the Ad Council. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Can't you see? Whoa, can't you see? What that woman love she been doing to me? Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Can't you see? Can't you see what's going on? I, I'm so glad in this hour on a Monday to have Uncle Milty and, of course, uh, the great Dr. Duke Pesto. They're both great. I love them both. Um, it's a lot of fun to be here with these guys. And so uh, Dr. Duke Pesto of the Dr. Duke Show, which you can catch every Thursday. It's also on podcast uh, where he's going to talk about issues that are not talked about on not only TV, of course, in, in normal ra- uh, media, but also on the radio. I mean, he talk, he goes there, and I just love that he goes there. Welcome back, Dr. Duke Pesto. Thanks. Glad to be with you guys. Oh, man. So um, let's talk a little bit about this hypocrisy. I was mentioning Chicago on the way out and and, and the kids being told to go whack a uh, pinata, uh, says uh, whack ice. Um, and the the basic hypocrisy going on, even the fact that Bernie Sanders was trashing on, on Baltimore because Baltimore is violent 
and uh, and it's a hot mess. And, and it's, it, isn't this kind of hypocrisy kind of astounding to you? It's it's the definition of hypocrisy. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, not that long ago, he was calling out the, the city of Baltimore. And because I suppose he's a radical communist, no one cared. It didn't seem to hurt him. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you're politi- with the left, your politics can absolve a lot. Yes. Right. And so uh, there's a reason Bar- Bernie Sanders is not leading the race for president. It's because he's a white man. If he were black and female and thought exactly what he thought, he'd be the number one candidate right now. So th- even still, this level of hypocrisy is amazing. He, he's, he's being asked about this. And he says, mm-hmm. it says the following about Donald Trump's recent comments about Baltimore. He says, I do find it interesting that when we have rural Republican districts where life expectancy is going down, where downtowns are boarded up, where people are struggling, and people are struggling in rural America, they're struggling in urban America, but they're struggling in suburban America. So in other words, so how dare he call out the cities when the rural Americans are having the same problems, but they don't have the same problems. Why are people dying? Why are the life expectancy going down in rural Republican districts? Because there's too much plenty. People are eating themselves to death. (laughs) They have too much stuff. They're not being shot by people of the same race or other race in most suburbs across the country. Like they're getting shot in Chicago like they're getting shot in Baltimore. And so the idea here that you're going to, you're going to basically you're going to compare first world Republican problems, right, mm-hmm. with third world stuff that you get in America's big cities. That's Bernie Sanders' answer. And, but, and in spite of that, he's the guy that not long ago said the exact same thing Trump did. Yeah. In fact, he said, you would think we were, we were in a third world country. We're talking about a community, talking about Baltimore, uh, in a community in which there are hundreds of buildings that are uninhabitable. And, uh, you know, of course, there's clips that, do, that, that, that have Bernie saying this in 2015. Nobody called him a racist. And nobody started out a broadcast like CBS did with, look what the president called an African-American representative. That's very interesting to me. In 2015, which is a while ago, four years ago, uh, when, when Bernie Sanders was running for president and he visited Baltimore, Elijah Cummings, Baltimore, he said, and I quote on the campaign trail, quote, you would think that you were in a third world country, Sanders said. We're talking about a community in which there are hundreds of buildings that are uninhabitable. That doesn't happen in the suburbs of, of Republican red states. Mm-hmm. That's what happens in blue states. And when he was campaigning on the trail, and I'm watching, I'm looking at the picture of him. Mm-hmm. He's uh, behind him are a, a, a team of African-American men. Right. And he said that. And the men agreed with him because they wanted help for their city, help that never came. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. Um it is to watch this kind of hypocrisy, like you said, and, and we welcome the calls, by the way, 888-673-1450 call up uh, if you'd like to join in in this conversation or if you're as abhorred as, as all of us are when we see these, this kind of hypocrisy, when we see these kinds of, of things and the spin that we're noticing and the spin is, is not going to be about Baltimore. It's going to be about turning this into racism because this is the card to play in 2019. And if you're not playing it, well, you better step it up because that's the new motto. Uncle Milty? I think a lot of what's going on, too, is, uh, you know, Cummings' wife has been called out on her uh-huh. nonprofit yes. for some financial indiscretions. And she is 20 years his junior. And I think a lot of what's going on with all this is he's trying to keep this quiet. So he's pushing harder on, on this racist Like thing. I'm getting attacked. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's exactly right. This is what they do. They circle the wagons. But, uh, you know, the bigger problem than, than uh, Cum Cummings' corruption, that's never stopped Baltimoreans from voting for him. The bigger problem is, is how they've now framed this, right? And the, the failed and cr uh, criminally negligent mayor of, of Baltimore who just resigned recently, Catherine Pugh, a new video has surfaced, the Daily Wire has it, uh, of Catherine Pugh as she's taking a tour of inner city uh, Baltimore. And, and you can hear her saying the following, quote, when she sees, when she sees the neglect, when she sees the squalor, when she sees the, the pollution and the rats, she said, quote, what the hell? We should just take all this SH blank T down. Mm -hmm. Whoa, you Whoa. can smell the rats. Woof, Jesus. Oh, my God. You can smell the dead animals. That's the mayor, the African-American female mayor of Baltimore. Not that long ago. Isn't that amazing? It's very amazing. And, <laughs> and of course, she's in trouble for that, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they don't want people talking about any of the cities in which this is the condition, just like the poop fest going on in California, uh, just like the violence going on in Chicago. In the cities across, um, across America, we're going to notice that if you call out these cities at all and you identify them as liberal progressive liberal run cities and what a hot mess they are because i i dare to find a city that isn't run in this manner that's actually working um now it's the racism card even when talking about a city right yeah because cities tend to be more uh, mm -hmm. urban places where yeah. many not all uh, minorities live but you see, again, five years ago, we were doing this with people, right? Mm -hmm. You don't dare criticize me because I'm black. Hey, I'm gay. You have nothing to say to me. Mm -hmm. Now it's, it's – and when does it reach the Democrat Party? How soon before any attack on the Democrat Party is by definition – it's already happened in some places, racist, mm -hmm. classist, sexist. Let me read to you guys in case the people out there don't know. Let me read to you what Donald Trump said. This is the horrible racist things that he said. One tweet he said, Re uh, Representative Elijah Cummings has been a brutal bully – shouting and screaming at the great men and women of Border Patrol about conditions at the southern border, when actually his Baltimore district is far worse and more dangerous. His district is considered one of the worst in the United States. Isn't that true? <laughs> and, where, yep. and even if it's not true, where's the racism? Yeah. There is no racism there. The only reason it's racism is because Cummings is black. Right, exactly. No other and many, many Baltimoreans are, and particularly in the worst neighborhoods. You would think that... A president of the United States calling attention to the squalor and, and basically telling people to do something about it. I mean, he can't. Can you imagine if he sent uh, the, the federal, uh, federal army to Baltimore to clean it up? Can you imagine? So the, Trump, they put Trump in a position where he can't do much. They don't, they don't want him there, right? And mm -hmm. they don't want his kind of help. Okay, fine. So do, Trump does the next best thing. He calls out the leadership and says, look, you know, what he's basically saying is your cities, your black primarily African-American residents are living in a third world environment because you rich politicians have done nothing to help them. This is not a, this is not a white privilege problem. It's not a toxic uh, masculinity problem. This is a problem of horrific mismanagement. It's about putting ideology and politics above real world solutions. That's why they hate Donald Trump, by the way, yeah. is that he doesn't buy into the ideology. He doesn't, he doesn't care if he's politically incorrect. And honestly, that's the only way we have a shot of winning this. Exactly. We should be like Trump in this. And they call you a racist, you laugh in their face, and you point out that you're not the one leading these cities into the, into the abyss. 
right? It's so true. <laughs> but but how, how many of our congressmen, how many of our local state legislators will even dare to take this stuff on? I mean, even mm. you got Republicans like Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney, right? right? right. Who, side, who side with uh, uh, Wallace, uh, Wallace on uh, Fox News, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, completely misrepresenting what happened, buying the lie, not even trying to question or look into very seriously. Yeah, Chris Wallace on Fox News yesterday was a- interviewing an African-American mm. who was arguing it's not racist, and he was telling him it was. And so this is Fox News, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Rick Scott was on, and uh-huh. Rick Scott was making a really valid point, and I forget who was interviewing, but they said, well, what do you think, though? Do you think it was okay for the president to make these racist comments? Mm-hmm. And Rick Scott started stuttering, like, what? what do I say to that? Why don't you just say they weren't racist? Yes, that would be nice. Yeah, tear apart the statement uh, that is obviously false and spun uh, out of control. You know, one of the best things that Rush Limbaugh ever did is, mm-hmm. is his famous line, I reject the premise of your statement. Yes. Oh, Whenever he gets into mm-hmm. a debate with Libby's or some idiot lefty calls into his show and starts spouting the social justice gospel, he says, well, I, I, I disavow your pro- – pro- I'm not going to argue this with you because your premise is wrong. We are not in, in, in intrinsically mm-hmm. a nation, a racist country. We are not intrinsically a sexist country. Right. So I'm not going to take your question seriously. Where are the Republicans who do that? Here, let me read you one more tweet from Donald Trump. Okay. Why is so much money? sent to the Elijah Cummings district when it is considered the worst run and most dangerous of any, any in the United States. No human being would want to live there. Mm-hmm. Where is all this money going? How much is stolen? Investigate this corrupt mess immediately. If you had an all-white city with an all-white government and you had a black politician or a black, black, black Barack Obama stood mm-hmm. up before a microphone when he was president, and said exactly what Donald Trump said. He would be heroed as a so, he, hailed as a social justice hero. Exactly right. You're exactly right. You know, and we could do a whole show about f- funding from the government, funding from the feds. Um, but what's what's interesting is 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 anyone allowed to question what happens with the money? Because I can tell you, I don't I don't agree with a lot of federal money being handed out. But does anyone ever allowed to question where the money goes? Well, and the irony is Donald Trump, much to my chagrin, mm-hmm. gave pretty much gave them the budget they wanted. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like Donald Trump, you know, he didn't he promise us last mm-hmm. year he would never sign something like this again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. how much more dramatically has he expanded the debt? So much so that the, again, uh, the otherwise, it's funny how the Freedom Caucus, mm-hmm. when it comes to calling people racist, has nothing to say. When it comes to Donald Trump spending more, they're, 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 people like Mitt Romney and then the free, they're right there, right there to criticize Trump. And he deserves criticism for this budget. But, but where are they? Where's the Freedom Caucus when it comes right. to exactly. uh, p- pulling apart these stupid statements? It's a great point, though. It really is. You're making a great point. And uh, they are. They're nowhere to be seen. It's total crickets. And that's really that's I think we should always be looking at where the silence is, because that will tell you volumes. Go ahead and go. What really bothers me is that the polls actually show that the American people are behind the president on this. Mm -hmm. Why doesn't that give any backbone to these other people in government? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
It's because they're cowards, and I think they realize that um, the only way to be a Republican and get good press is if you're, again, a Rip Romney or a John McCain, if, you, if every other word out of your mouth is a criticism of your own party, well, then they're going to use you like they strung McCain along until it right. t- came time to vote for McCain over Obama, and they voted for Obama. Mm-hmm. Same thing Mitt Romney does this all the time, right? He, he makes a living out of doing this. Uh, don't look in my closet. Don't look. I ran on a campaign that was conservative, and now that you elected me again, I'm going to spend all my time behaving like a rhino and, con- and challenging anybody like Donald Trump from the outside who actually wants to, to stop the, the, the demonization of this country and its values. So true getting tired of all this. And you know what? The the trajectory of this um, going forward will only get worse. We're in an election year. This is all they have, is my point. This is it. We're yeah, you ask that. yourself this question. Mm-hmm. Let's say a prog- one of these progressive Democrats becomes the next president, mm-hmm. not Joe Biden. Right. Joe Biden is, but, if he, but Joe Biden's cabinet would. Can mm-hmm. you imagine what kind of legislation against speech is going to happen? Can oh, you geez. imagine what kind of executive orders to further this kind of behavior, to under profit, mm-hmm. even without laws, to demean and traduce entire uh, uh, categories of people. And that's the funny thing. Who is it that came up with toxic masculinity? Who basically said that all men are evil? Who basically said that all white people are privileged? Who basically said that white supremacy is being a Christian or white supremacy is not supporting reparations for an event that's been gone for 150 years? Yeah. Who did say that? (laughs) The left. The left. The progressive liberals. You got that right. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. More with Dr. Duke Pessa, Dr. Duke Show, and Uncle Milty. Balance of nature. Changing the world one life at a time. Love it. I'll take it for life. When I go in and I get my all my checkups and everything and that, my numbers Mm -hmm. are just, you know, they're through the roof. Good. It works well. It is the most wonderful product I think I've ever taken. The success of using this product has just been wonderful. And it's so pleasant to take. It's so easy to use. There's just no downside to it. If if a product like this is going to improve your life, then this is the best one out there. Experience the difference for yourself. Receive 25% off your first preferred purchase of Balance of Nature. Plus, get a set of convenient travel bottles containing a free additional week's supply of Balance of Nature's fruits and veggies. You will still receive free shipping on every order. This is a limited offer and may end at any time. Call 800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code CANYON. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress. You ever looked at time-lapse footage of people sleeping? It's wild. A whole lot goes on while you sleep. Tossing, turning, flipping, dipping, curling, whirling. It's a wonder any of us ever feel relaxed after all that. That's why Tempur-Pedic created the ProAdapt line with advanced pressure relief technology. No matter what contortions you get into, you'll wake up refreshed and relaxed. Visit one of our Best Mattress locations to try a Tempur-Pedic today. Best Mattress, home of the Sleep Easy Guarantee. When you're voted best in Southern Utah, you have a reputation. And while everyone at Dealer Collision appreciates your votes and continued business, they'd like to start a different dialogue. Join Dealer Collision in their effort to stop driving while texting. Fact, 11 deaths a day are attributed to distracted driving. These deaths are fully preventable. So while Dealer Collision appreciates your business and will keep fixing your car right the first time, they'd also like to ask you to join the fight and end the tragedy. Don't text and drive. Brought to you by Dealer Collision. 
This is Kate Daly, and my show is brought to you by the Piano Gallery, located on the Bloomington exit, right by Bloomington Walmart. You can get a gorgeous piano for a great deal. Talk to John or Jamie. A piano makes a beautiful house a home. Home Flooring Connection. Need a new floor? Call the expert. Home Flooring Connection. HomeFlooringConnection.com. Best Mattress, the best place to buy Tempur-Pedic. Save up to $1,500 on Serta, Beautyrest, and Sherwood. Free delivery and setup with the Best Mattress 120-day satisfaction guarantee. Why shop anywhere else? Hey, kids, what did you do this weekend? I played Fortnite all weekend. And how about you? I went camping this weekend. We built a fire, saw a huge turtle. We went hiking and looked at stars with Mom and Dad. Hey, Mom and Dad, it's up to you. Another weekend in front of screens. Or another weekend camping in the great outdoors. Go see Nielsen RV on State Street and Hurricane in St. George off the Bluff Street exit underneath the giant American flag. Or NielsenRV.com, home of the warranty forever at no cost to you. John Gibson, digging up history. It was first concocted as an alcoholic beverage to cure morphine addiction. Then the alcohol was dropped, sugar was added. You might have had one today. Want to get back that full head of hair you once had? Now you can do something about hair loss with Reveal. Beverly Hills celebrity dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman took a decade to develop Reveal from natural botanicals to help you return to a full-bodied head of hair. Reveal for men and women, too, for all types of hair. 30-day money-back guarantee. Get yours at johngibson.com. That's Reveal for hair at johngibson.com. Click on the Juness button on the right. johngibson.com, Juness. John Pemberton fought in the Civil War and afterwards was hell-bent on inventing something to make himself a fortune. He decided to improve upon a drink created by an Italian made of wine and coca, the plant that cocaine comes from. His own concoction was popular here in the United States, but then the temperance movement came along and it meant he had to get rid of the alcohol. So he added sugar, flavor from the cola nut, dropped the cocaine while still using stimulants from the coca plant. Of course you know Pemberton's invention. Hard to miss it in America. It seems like you see it everywhere. In 2012, it hit its peak annual sales, $48 billion. Of course, Pemberton invented Coca-Cola. I'm John Gibson, digging up history. Nobody should live with a colon polyp. They can lead to colon cancer, and you can have one and not even know it. But remove the polyp early and stop colon cancer before it even starts. Just ask your doctor for a test. It's that simple. Get the test, get the polyp, get the cure. For more information, call 1-800-ACS-2345 or go to cancer.org. Brought to you by the American Cancer Society and the Ad Council. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
the city is dying and we don't know why. I actually can can tell you why. Um, boy, uh, what a song. Randy Newman back in the day. Uh, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. Glad to have you back and glad to also have Dr. Pesta and Uncle Milty with me today. Uh, make sure you get over to Balance of Nature. I've been taking this product and it really is helping my immune system and helping my overall health. Uh, in fact, it's the best product I've seen. 877-412-2526. That's the phone number. You can mention uh, Kate. You can get 30% off still. Make sure you take advantage of that quick. And then also you can go to balanceofnature.com and order up, but make sure you put in the code Kate for being a listener to the Kate Daly Show, because that's going to be fantastic. Uh, you'll get that discount, 30% off. Um, let's take a call for you, Uncle Pesta. Uh, I'm sorry, Uncle <laughs> Pesta. <laughs> I just met... Dr. Milty. <laughs> Shut that up. Radical I just... combination of power. That's, I don't think you can handle the testosterone, Kate, if you, you melded us together. I, I oh, man. Can... <laughs> I'm going to get crucified for this one from now on. What a mashup. All right. Uh, caller, welcome. You're on the phone with Duke Pesta, go ahead. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, you uh, you brought up a question. Uh, I think the professor brought up a question about mm-hmm. why the uh, Republicans in the Freedom Caucus weren't responding or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd offer an answer. You remember uh, Maxine Waters came out, and I believe it was the Roland Scarborough show, mm-hmm. back a couple years back when Obama was still in office, but he was ready to leave around 15 or 16. And I uh, mentioned something about they had this database mm-hmm. with all of this information in that even if Obama wasn't there, they'd be able to use. And also, I go back to the Clinton administration and the scorched earth policy that was administered by the Clintonistas during that time of Clinton's impeachment when they basically stopped the House or stopped the Senate from getting rid of Clinton for his crimes. And because they had these 900 raw FBI files that they had pilfered when they first went in. Mm. So I just offer that for your uh, Thank contemplation. You. Thank you for that. I really appreciate that. That's very that. articulate. And, mm-hmm. I, and I think you could probably cite two dozen such reasons. Yes. Um, I have no doubt about it. I mean, there's a skeleton in everybody's closet. I get it. Mm-hmm. But what troubles me is, again, how fast someone like a Romney, no, Romney was never in the Freedom Caucus, but mm-hmm. someone like Romney is willing to speak out when he's attacking his own and how careful they are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I would say that about the same thing about the uh, Freedom Caucus. I mean, you know, they're right about the economics and, and they're, con- con- uh, they're although you, you didn't get some kind of a unified statement from them. Various members of the so-called Freedom Caucus said that it was a bad deal. But um, but but the tiptoeing around, just be, be, be blunt about it. If you, you shouldn't be afraid. Mm-hmm. Again, for any partisan reason, uh, to promote uh, – by definition, the Freedom Caucus calls itself a conservative organization, the most conservative organization in the Congress or the Senate. What they want to do is reinforce these values. And on the culture wars I, – I guess stepping back to what the, the caller said because it was a really good comment. When it comes to the culture wars, the, the American right, even the conservative American right, does not seem to want to engage. When it comes to economics or when it comes to mm-hmm. budgets or the military, they're fine. But, you know, the, being, being pro-military isn't going to cost you your job. Being pro, uh, pro-military is not going to get you in the kind of ire that the culture wars are. We need That's to win true. the culture wars. Politics are downstream of culture. 
Oh, it's a great comment. No, it's really true. I, I hope everybody just absorbed that because we do have to fight for these things. Uh, they're going to get to the point of legislating PC like you can't believe, like it's nobody's business because this is all they have. They're not based on principles. This isn't based on anything. This is just based on, on Marxism. It's also based on winning that cultural war, which actually does bleed into everything else, too. Go well, ahead, they already are legislating PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, on Wednesday, the Democratic House unanimously passed a gay reparations bill for to to reimburse homosexuals who couldn't get tax advantages because they couldn't be legally married. Right, and think about you got African American slavery reparations. You've got gay reparations. You're gonna have to. You're clearly gonna have to have mm-hmm. transgender reparations, and you're gonna at some point have to have fe- uh, feminist reparations and Native American rep- reparations and Mexican reparations from the Alamo and all that. And and the problem is, is that your blame game only really hangs out to dry white men. That's it. Uh, by all means, take all the money they got. You won't get 5% into what you think you want to spend on any of those constituency groups. That's so true. When we started out this broadcast, we were talking about the exchange of Nancy Pelosi talking about race as a tr- uh, uh, Trump as a racist and then Elijah Cummings um, over Baltimore and that exchange. And you know what's interesting is Nancy's background, her father run ran that corrupt city and had a lot to do with where it landed now and was known known for having some very very corrupt ties there kind of interesting backstory on that and their exchange but um but i also wanted to talk too about uh, a person being beaten uh we had some deaths over the weekend right yep so uh, over the weekend, in, in this very weekend, mm-hmm. when all this chaos was, was brewing, five persons were killed and numerous wounded Saturday mm-hmm. through Sunday in Democrat-controlled Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, and, and what do we know about this? Um, the, the, the killing was not unusual. Already through this, the half of this year, we've got – and keep in mind, Baltimore is a pretty small, big city. It's not New York City. It's not Chicago, right? Uh, we know that uh, in, in, two, in 2015, 16, 17, and 18, Baltimore exceeded 300 homicides for a tiny little city like that. And already, already – Barely halfway through the year, they've got 191 homicides. They're on record to shatter that. They're they're pushing 400 plus at this rate. And yet, to criticize anybody for this, you know, and and I guarantee you, if you had a black president who criticized white privilege for this, it would have been heroic. Uh, But you have a white president and an outsider who called out the civic Mm -hmm. government of, of, of Baltimore, including Elijah Cummings, who has been around there longer than anybody else <laughs> yep. and it's racism it's just yeah. racism. yeah but he can't be blamed <laughs> he can't be nope. blamed for no. anything he's ever done there because he's black so go what's, ahead. what's really sad is the song coming back on mm-hmm. can't was, you see was mm-hmm. randy newman baltimore, oh, baltimore yeah and that song describes a dying city and it was written in 1977 this is not a new problem in baltimore yeah. In fact, the, the album, the album big, was called Little Criminals. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I, I'm sorry, Kate. All of our big cities. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, we've all seen the footage of the 60s. We've all seen what happened in 68 in Chicago. So none of this is new. Mm-hmm. None of this is new at all. Uh, and, you know, and we got another story that happened just the, last week, too. Uh, mm-hmm. Surveillance video shows a Baltimore City Police Department civilian employee brutally beaten and robbed by individuals riding scooters. Right. Yeah. Uh, this was a horrifying beating. The clip shows three people surrounding a 59 year old who just before uh, but just before 6 a.m. Wednesday, before the two of them started beating him up on Abermarl Street, 
near the inner harbor. The man is knocked to the ground and his head is stomped on repeatedly until one of the suspects rifles through his pockets. He's left on the street while the trio flees the scene. We've got this on film. We know mm-hmm. the race of the assailants. Yes, but I don't we think do. I can say it here. Yeah. I'll say it. They were all black. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's uh, it's it's glaringly glaringly obvious. Very very interesting. And and crickets about that, right? Let, let's focus on what Trump says about Elijah Cummings. Well, you know, even well, though it wasn't racial. Go ahead. The Chicago Police Commissioner, excuse me, the Baltimore Police Commissioner, Commissioner, who's also black, had this to say: "It is extremely shocking to the conscience, extremely worrisome and troublesome, and disturbing. And yes, we are deploying all of our resources in the most aggressive way." Right. Mm-hmm. So in other words, I mean, the African-American police captain of the city of Baltimore understands what this is. It's anarchy and it's chaos and it's in their city. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. And, and we have clear video of it. So. And how about this? Mm-hmm. Also, if that weren't enough, Deputy Commissioner Daniel Murphy and his wife were Deputy Commissioner Daniel Murphy and his wife were robbed at gunpoint on July 19th. Murphy, who followed Harrison to Baltimore from New Orleans, told the WJZ reporting the incident won't deter him from his mission. So you've got high-ranking officials who are being robbed on, in front of civic buildings. Mm-hmm. Guns being stuck in their heads, yeah. in their faces. I wonder if this is going to be the first time mm-hmm. that, that class warfare and anarchy has destroyed a country. <laughs> well, let me ask you. Let me ask you something right. though, too about that. Mm-hmm. And, and God bless Donald Trump. He came out last week and said he's considering mm-hmm. labeling Antifa a terrorist organization. Mm-hmm. Why hasn't he done it? Right. Why are you considering that? Right. I mean, the fact that people on our side consider consider labeling radical, violent leftist extremists what they are mm-hmm. uh, on their side, they have no problem in hurling the epithets. They they they, t- they they consider the Tea Party more racist and violent than Antifa. Mm-hmm. And the Tea Party was a bunch of blue hairs who cleaned up after themselves in parks. They were branded. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and remind me, was it Elijah Cummings? I could be wrong about this. Wasn't it Elijah Cummings who said he got spit on during Obama's first inaugural? Was it him? I can't was remember. It else? I don't remember that. I, so. I can't remember. Hmm. I think it might have been him, hmm. right? Which, of course, there's not a single shred of evidence for. Not a sing- Everybody had their cell phones out. It was one of the black legislators, anyway, okay. who swore that he was spit on by some Tea Party person. Mm-hmm. Tens of thousands of cell phones recording this. Not one single piece of evidence. And to this day, that, that's the single reason why the left assumes, and no one challenges them, not in the media, not in Hollywood, that mm-hmm. the Tea Party was racist because he got spit on. That's the end of the story. Racist. You know, but the thing that... you. When it comes to labeling Antifa mm-hmm. as a as a domestic terrorist organization, we should just do that. Let's just keep saying that. Mm-hmm. But no, that's the trouble with conservatives. They always want to try to do things in a legal manner. Right. Right. Well, you can't. You're not going to do that in a legal manner. Just call them what it is. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh. Well, um, finishing out this hour, I want I, I, we have to mention uh, Christian nationalism as as one of their new roads uh, to start penning. And and this these were groups, Christian groups, coming out and saying, "Watch for this one because this is uh, they're seeking to bind Christianity to American citizenship citizenship in a way that provides cover for uh, you know all of our white supremacy and racial subjugation. That's that's all we stand for. And so Christianity is now our cover. That's why they're calling it 
this, this terminology. It was inevitable. It, they, yeah. They've rejected the Constitution. They've rejected mm -hmm. our history. They've rejected liberty and free markets. They've rejected civility. We should not be surprised that they are going after Christianity, and they're calling that white supremacy. The fact is, is that the single biggest enemy to socialism and communism for, for 100 and 200 years now has been Christianity. Christianity's emphasis on the individual, not the collective. Christ's mm -hmm. ministry to people, not to groups. That has been the big thorn in the side of the progressive socialist left. All the great socialist thinkers, from Marx to Dewey and all the way up to today, have mm -hmm. pointed to the influence of Christianity as the single biggest problem towards socialist global control. Uh, we cannot be surprised that they are successfully now con uh, converting the idea of Christianity into white supremacy. We're not surprised by that. Yeah. And if you talk at all about the culture of America during the writing of the Constitution being deeply and profoundly based on Christian values, then you're then then you're 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 giving them this ammo for them to take this ammo and then make it into well, um, we're just a bunch of haters, we're just a bunch of racists, mm -hmm. but we did it under the cover of Christianity. America was now founded, I guess, under the cover of Christianity. See how they're doing right. that? So for hate purposes, mm -hmm. Christianity is the law of the land. Yes. For historical purposes, there were no Christians in the founding. Hey, one more example of this. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, all right. So, uh, slavery, mm -hmm. which is a worldwide problem, still exists in the world today, and has has uh, most people who've at most societies that have ever lived have dabbled in slavery mm -hmm. to some degree or another. And yet, that's an American problem, not a world problem. Meanwhile, the Apollo 11 moon launch, despite the fact that it was paid for and done by exclusively by Americans, is a global achievement and mm -hmm. not an American one. There you have uh, how they use history in Soviet ways. Right, and this is going to get worse. This is something they can really ride on because what are Christians going to do? We're going to try and defend ourselves. We're going to try and say, well, wait a minute. That's not it's not going to it's not going to work. The media has got the microphone. And when they have the microphone, if they want to demonize uh, Christians in this way, if we want to take away more of our history by doing this now, um, if we want to because right now it's becoming trendy, right, to denounce your faith. Right. In Christ. That's that's oh, yeah. trendy. Yeah. There's a lot of stories about that. Mm -hmm. Now, part of the problem is that. Before it got this bad, many Christian denominations and many Christian churches, in the name of quote-unquote inclusion, stopped calling out sin, stopped insisting yes. on truth, stopped adhering to the Bible. And so well before the progressives hijacked Christianity, Christians hijacked it first. We were ashamed of what we believed. We put more faith in uh, professors' views of race, class, and gender than we did our own scripture. We mm -hmm. bought the lies that were told about our, ourselves. Mm -hmm. And in order to save our 501c3 tax exemptions, we welcomed, we welcomed everybody for no reason, and we asked nothing of them. The entitlement gospel, the prosperity gospel, the, we've bought the idea of inclusion. That means you never tell no to anybody. And well before the, the progressives did it to us, so-called Christians did it first. Amen. Yep. And Chris Ann Hall will be cheering what you just said, yep. too. Yep. Yep. We've talked about that. It is insane. And you are exactly right. You pinpointed that perfectly. Thank you, Dr. Duke Pesta. Always appreciate it. Always yep. appreciate what you have to say. Thank and you. God bless you. Yep. Catch the Dr. Duke show. Uh, what a fantastic professor. We'd love that he comes on every Monday. Yes. Be right back. Let's talk about the shooting that happened. Uh, oh, so much in the next hour. You're not going to want to miss it. We'll be right back. supposed to be 10 weeks and they confirmed I was having a miscarriage. I was devastated. I thought that I was never going to be a mother. Carly Earsley, 
certified nurse midwife. Intermountain Healthcare's mission is about improving the lives of everyone, starting from the earliest moments and beyond. I went in to visit Carly the next day, the day that I was supposed to hear the heartbeat, and she just, she comforted me in such a way. You know, this was the first time we could try again. Cut through the smoke and mirrors and see current events through the lens of common sense. Think about how bad things must be at the federal level for your state politicians to say, we're going to hold a constitutional convention and rewrite the Constitution. In the end, there's only two things we need to do. One, take the time to get right with God and just remember to be kind. The Joe Carey Show, weekday afternoons at 12.